Broadcasting from down on the bayou, it's the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. A proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com. And now your hosts, Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 56 of the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. We're broadcasting live from the Collar and Elbow Studios. You can get 10% off your entire order when you order from CollarAndElbowBrand.com or you check us out on TheGorillaPosition.com and you put in at checkout The Average Marks. One word. One solid word. No spaces. The Average Marks. Our product of the week is the Gene shirt. It says, shut up and wrestle. It's got a picture of Gene Okerlund with his fingers in his ears. And, of course, it was just his birthday, so I figured that would be perfect. Absolutely. Good old Mean Gene, man. By God! Mean Gene. I I, I ruined that. I mean, anybody does that compared to Mean Gene. It's, you know, it's, can I try that once again? You can try it once again if you feel the need to. <clears throat> Woo! Mean! By God! Gene, woo! There you go. Was that better? That was that was very good. That was very okay. good. better than anything I can do. That's <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> I I, I kind of went into it haphazardly, and I felt like I couldn't do Ric Flair like that. Well, I, I can't do Ric Flair at, at all. I mean, well, even, me, neither even can I. Doesn't. Well, I mean, that was that was decent. Thank you. That was decent. I, I'll give you A for effort. I appreciate that. Speaking of A for effort, our news section is rocking and a rolling. We'll talk about that here in a second. Be sure you check us out on AverageMarks.com. That's your main hub. You can check uh, you can check us out, see where we're broadcasting all over the internet. If you're listening on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Google, the uh, podcast doesn't matter. Make sure you do your boys a favor. You give us a rating. You give us a comment. And you subscribe to us. That's going to put us in their algorithms and get us suggested to other pro wrestling fans. That would be a huge help to the show all right well for the average marks episode number 56 on uh december 21st 2018 it is our year end award mm-hmm. so we what the way we're gonna do it it's a little bit different than we did it last year we're gonna we have some categories for each particular promotion match of the year uh rookie slash newcomer of the year also tag team of the year Female wrestler of the year and male wrestler of the year. Of course, in, for the new for New Japan, we're gonna do Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan, NXT, and WWE. Of course, for New Japan, uh, no female wrestler of the year. Mm-hmm. They, they do not have female wrestlers. And then we will have the overall moment of the year, best feud of the year, promotion of the year, match of the year, rookie of the year, tag team of the year, female and male wrestlers of the year. Before we get into that, though. Um, you want to talk about the you know the news section, yes. uh, a story that broke uh, involving Cody and the Bucks. Yes, if you haven't been to our website yet, our news section is spectacular. Yeah, uh, Conrad, of course. Yes, from WrestleCast, he's been writing some articles for us, and we got the RSS feeds from all sorts of different yeah uh, news WrestleZone, Cage news, Side Seats, yeah, news outlets on the internet. Uh, it's a really source. good place to go and. You know, if you need a, a quick catch up on what's happening in the world of pro wrestling, go to our website, averagemarks.com, go under news, uh, any of the, the selections, especially Conrad's, which is a uh, wrestling reports from the Gaffer or Gaffer wrestling report. Uh, it's <laughs> you got to get that right one day. Yeah, I'm going to get it right one day. Gaffer's wrestling reports. All I know is you go to news on the top of the homepage. It's the first one. 
and Conrad's doing an excellent job. Yes, and then, of course, they have all the other news outlets you can check out as well. Just a quick way for you guys to catch up on some pro wrestling if you've been out for a week or two. Right. One story that just broke today before we talk about the Bucks, Bandito just signed with ROH. Mm-hmm. And apparently there was a huge bidding war between All Elite, Impact, no, no, not Impact, WWE and ROH. And ROH outbid them all. Yeah, well, what that tells me is... First of all, is all elite wrestling confirmed to be a thing now? It, it has to be. With, with companies vying this hard for wrestlers, mm-hmm. they know when all elite comes, they're scooping up everybody. And what that tells me is, I mean, when it comes to outbidding people, I know WWE could probably outbid any company on the planet. What that tells me is maybe WWE did not want him bad enough. Well, they lowballed him at first. Well, I guess he he, you know. he wanted to go to all elite, but mm-hmm. since they're not a thing yet, they yeah. haven't obviously offered him a contract. I was about to say, I don't know what their finances are looking like, but then again, I don't even know if it's, you know, I want to believe it's a real thing, but we have no confirmation that it's going to be a real thing. We have a lot of speculation, but no, certainly no confirmation that all elite wrestling uh, is going to be a thing. Right. One of, of right now, one of our, that could change uh, in the next hour, that could change in the next week, the next month. Who knows? We don't know. Yeah. One of all our, we know is that, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Sorry to keep cutting you off. No, I'm cutting you off, dude. Uh, But we know for sure Cody and the Bucks not going back to Ring of Honor, at least for now. I Mm -hmm. guess they're leaving Ring of Honor. So whether to be go to New Japan, they're not going to WWE, which is the story that we're going to talk about here in a second. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe All Elite Wrestling is what they're working on. Who knows? So uh, all we know for for a fact is uh, they're leaving Ring of Honor and they're not going to WWE. But for more on that, Take it away. Yes, but right before I get to that, okay. Uh, two of our podcast buddies from the Roar Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start with Joe from Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah, he said they're working us. Who? He, uh, Joe. He said it's who's all, work, but who's working us? Uh, the Bucks and Cody. He said it's all. He said all elites not going to be be a thing that is working us. It's possible. Why, Joe? Would they would they say no to a million dollar plus contract? Yeah, seven that, figures why would they say no to that if all elite was not real well i don't know unless uh, but you know new japan's had a really good year financially uh probably the best year they've ever had this past year now that they're starting to uh you know tread the international waters as far as their reach so maybe new japan's gonna offer them maybe you know so. maybe not as much as wwe's offering them but certainly they're gonna offer them a good chunk of what wwe is offering them plus creative freedom and at the end of the day that's what they want they want that their creative freedom which they know they're not gonna have in wwe but they know new japan is gonna let them do whatever they want and that's at the end of the day that's what the bucks and cody want they want their creative freedom can't get it in wwe so if you're New Japan, and I don't know, you know, what New Japan's finances are or whatnot, but like I said, arguably the best year they've had financially, Gotta so they can good. afford. So you know, I have a feeling they have the money to be able to, plus you know, the ability to give them the creative freedom to say, "Hey guys, but uh, you know, Nick, Matt, and Cody, come be with us full time. We're gonna pay you, let you guys do what you want, and that's that." And I think that's all they want. All Elite Wrestling. I hope it's a thing because I feel like the Bucks and Cody um, can can really put together a really good product. You know, they know a lot of those guys in Ring of Honor, New Japan, and the indie scenes. Uh, you know, we've seen how New Japan has started to 
thrive in in a way. Of course, they were always really good. They've always had you know great wrestlers historically, but now in this day and age, they are starting to kind of go over the top. And I, I say go over the top. They're starting to do things, amaze people. I mean, I'm you know now I've been watching New Japan for I don't know maybe a little over a year or so, year and a half maybe. And I'm thoroughly impressed. It's been a great year for New Japan. I wouldn't mind seeing the Bucks and Cody in New Japan full-time. I don't think anybody would mind that. But I would personally like to see this all-elite wrestling become a thing because I have a feeling it would be based here in America. And I'm all for you know, having more of those big promotions here in America because, in my opinion, somebody has got to challenge WWE. Somebody, because, and you know, we had the whole segment this week on Monday Night Raw where WWE, it's a fresh start. They're trying to give the fans what they want. And I think the problem with WWE, they have no legitimate competition, at least here in the States. None whatsoever. Ring of Honor, not even close. But, you know, with the Bucks and Cody as popular as they are, and of course they're both Ameri- they're all Americans, maybe they start something here. And maybe they can, you know, give WWE a run for their money as far as, Viewership, who knows? I don't know, but we'll we'll have to wait and see if that's actually a thing because, like I said, we don't know right now. But um, either way, I think they're either going to go to New Japan full time or they're going. And if they go to New Japan, obviously New Japan has a working relationship with Ring of Honor, so they'll still show up in Ring of Honor. Also, the Bucks said that they're not, not going to be a G One Supercard of Honor uh, in April in uh, in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that was be- the news, Patrick. Oh well. Sorry, I, I, I broke the news, but... Well, no, our website broke well, the news. Well, our website did break the news, but um, I just broke it for you there if you hadn't been to the website, but uh, I'm not going to... I'll let Mikey O tell you the, the rest of the story, but maybe they're working as there, too. I don't know. But at the end of the day, one of two things are going to happen, in my opinion. The Bucks and Cody, they'll go to Ring of uh, New Japan full-time and still work a little Ring of Honor, or they're going to start All Elite Wrestling, one or the other. I don't see anything else happening. Yeah, I know one thing that New Japan won't get, the Elite uh, merch sales. Uh, probably not. Well, I don't they already know. learned their lesson with the Bullet Club shirts. Yeah, I guess so. But I don't know. But they're like going to put that I, in their contract where they get a hundred percent of all that stuff. Yeah, you you know they they definitely want those uh that that merch revenue. So, yeah. um, yeah, and that's another thing too. New Japan is going to be like, well, sure, yeah, here have that. Uh, we don't care. Now WWE, they'll say no, sir. You, you're not. You know, they might get you know a, a certain percentage. Yeah. They're not getting hundred percent. Yeah, WWE would be like screw you. So, and you know, as and in my opinion, the Bucks are so anti WWE. You you know, there's Vince could offer them the company, and there's nope, no thank you. Mm-hmm. They they wouldn't take it. So, uh, yeah. same thing with Cody. I don't know if Cody's as anti WWE because obviously he's been there. He's he's been Intercontinental Champion there. He's 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 made his name there. As a matter of fact, right. But Cody went off to Ring of Honor, New Japan, and made himself a star. So I don't see him wanting to go back to WWE, even though I don't think he is as anti-WWE as, as the Bucks are. And then I wonder if that tweet that he sent out where he said, I guess I'm the game now. I wonder if that would have any impact on Triple H wanting to sign him. No, I mean, I'm sure Triple H would love to have him back. Uh, and I'm sure because, you know. They'd but- probably turn him right back to Stardust. No. Jerks. Well, no. With Triple H running, the, if Triple H is running the show in WWE, it would the product would be so much better. But 
uh, and certainly he Triple H would love to get Cody and the Bucks and have them three guys at his disposal. But oh, yeah. and Triple H would I seem like would be the guy that you work for him. You don't even necessarily have to have creative freedom because I feel like Triple H's creativeness is already up there with the likes of the guys in New Japan, in my opinion. And then number two that I wanted to bring up, uh, another podcast buddy we have from the Roar Network, Jargo, Michael Jargo from the Hitting the Marks podcast. He works for the company that owns Ring of Honor. He works for Sinclair Communications, a huge media company. We work for a huge media company. So we know how media companies like to spend their money. They don't. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it was crazy to see that a media company uh, really went deep in their pockets, I would suspect, to sign Bandito. Yeah. Um, well, he's really good. I mean, he's, Oh, he's, he's amazing. He's, he's an, ama- an amazing wrestler. So um, <clears throat> I, I don't want to say that a certain number is too much, but for Ring of Honor to get a guy like that, hey – Especially now, you just lost the Bucks and Cody, so you have a lot of all that money that you probably wanted to give to Cody and the Bucks. Now you have all that money to kind of play around with. Right. And, and why not go get Bandito? And you know what also tells me that they're not going to sign with New Japan? Why would you not take an independent booking at the MSG show if you're just going to be with that company anyway? Why would you not give them that solid? Because obviously they want the hottest wrestlers in the world to be yeah. at their MSG show. Yeah. In the biggest, grandest stage of them all. But here's the thing. Um, you know, as popular as the Bucks are, I feel like New Japan can get by without them. At their, New Japan's at the point where they can get by without in them. In Japan, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you come to America. Well, you still got Kenny Omega. You still got a Will Ospreay. You got a Kota Ibushi. You got a Kazuchika Okada. I mean, it's just a few names. They got more guys, obviously. You look at the tag team division, Evil Sonata, Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa, all really good wrestlers. So, but I mean, how much longer will they have Omega? His contract is up in January. Well, he's he's going to stick around. He's not going nowhere. Unless he goes to All Elite Wrestling. That's the only other place Omega is going to go. You don't think he's WWE? No, sir. Absolutely not. Why not? He, I think he, he doesn't need WWE. WWE what? needs Kenny Omega more than... Kenny Omega needs WWE. What? You, can you do you not realize how big of a star Kenny Omega is in the professional wrestling world? By and he's never even wrestled in WWE. Can you imagine if of he was the Bucks in, never did either, and they're they're big stars too. If he had the WWE machine behind him, if he did, well, they dude, his merch sales would dwarf whatever I mean, he's making. His merch sales would be through the roof. But and once again, whatever small what, percentage she's getting, he'd be getting. A crap more money than he gets in. New At the Japan. end of the day, I think Omega has the same mindset as the Bucks and Cody, and they want and he wants creative freedom, and he's going to get that in New Japan. He'll probably get that in All Elite Wrestling. That's another thing too. If they start this All Elite Wrestling, they're going to have creative freedom there. At, at the end of the day, that's what these guys want. They want creative freedom. They're not going to get it with WWE. At least not the amount of creative freedom that they want. So maybe Omega, you know. I could see Omega going to WWE somewhere down the line, kind of like how you know AJ wrestled for so many years and then went to WWE. I could see Omega going to WWE in the similar fashion that AJ Styles did. Yeah, but that but was that's down the line. That's that was down different because AJ always had the great moves, but he was terrible on camera. Um, and he's not the best now, but he's a whole lot better than he was. Oh yeah. So he had to grow into that to be that finished pot product. Oh yeah. But Kenny Omega, he's ready, bro. Yeah, oh, he's ready, but. Make that money. Sign that five-year deal and he, then go do creative he, he's, freedom. He's ready, but 
he's uh it's, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a while if ever we see Kenny Omega in WWE. Oh, that'd be because terrible. we did have that rumor a couple of years ago. After it was in 2016, right around the same time AJ Styles mm-hmm. came, there was that rumor, hey, is Kenny Omega coming to WWE? And he didn't. And, I mean, you think he regrets not going to WWE? I don't think so. His he's, bank account does. His bank, no, I mean. I mean, obviously he's making decent money. He's making, I guarantee he's making good enough money. He's the IWGP heavyweight champion. And with, and like I said, you know, New Japan has had a financially great year. I don't know what his last contract, the details are, but if his contract expires in January, I guarantee you if he renews, it could be for at least double what he had prior. And then Cody's cool with creative freedom because he's already made his millions. He's Mm -hmm. already a millionaire. Yeah. You know what I mean? These other guys, they're still wanting their piece of the pie. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's fine, but I feel like they are of the belief, as far as Cody and the Bucks, you know, they had the all-in show that sold out in under 30 minutes. Incredible. Uh, they can, you know. I wonder how much money they made from that. And then they uh, let's, let's that? not forget here who, uh, you know, Cody Rhodes' father was. I'm sure Cody's learned a lot of things from his father. And the Bucks have been around, you know, Cody's been around pro wrestling now for about 10 years total. The Bucks have been around for longer than that. And these guys know the product. They know the product. They know what they have to do to get over with the fans, and they're already over with the fans, at least the fans over. And I guarantee if they walk through that curtain in WWE, they'd be over with the fans in WWE too. But they, I think, I feel like they have the recipe that they want to start a company. They just have to line up all their ducks in a row because Mm -hmm. it's not something that's going to happen overnight, obviously. But uh, now that they're done with New Japan, I mean, Ring of Honor, now they can kick back and say, all right, we have some money. Uh, we they probably have investors, the Jacksonville Jaguars owner, one of them or whoever yes, you know son. in Jacksonville. Uh, they had their investors, but now they just kind of get their their ducks in a row, try and figure out what's going on, and then you know launch it. They got to find some guys too. Yeah, that's what I was fixing to say. It seems like it would be a slow burn because obviously contracts are staggered. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, but like it, I said, this is not something that's gonna to me all elite wrestling. If it does happen. Um, it's not going to happen in the next few months, in my opinion. It's going to happen by the end, I'd say by the end of 2019. If it happens, we'll we'll see it happen yeah. by the end of 2019. If not, to start off 2020. Cody, if you're listening to this right now, or one of the young bucks, sign Barrett Brown. Do yourself a favor, sign that man, cow, ca- ca- Barrett Brown. Yeah, baby. fifty cow, Barrett Brown. Sign him before New Japan does. Uh, Barrett Brown seems like every weekend he's going to the New Japan Dojo in L.A. Now, hey, whatever works, you know. Yeah. Sign so Will Osprey too. Oh my goodness! Yes. yes, him and Barrett Brown that would be an amazing match. Yeah, Will, Will Osprey and anybody. Will, <clears throat> Will Osprey wrestling in this chair would be an amazing match. <laughs> he could do the blow up doll like Kenny Omega. Exactly, it would be a fantastic match. All right, you ready to get to this? Yeah, let's get to our. Go check out our news page. That's, yeah, go check that's out, what all that was about. Yeah, go check out our news page. <laughs> we got off on a little rant there, but we had to talk. We wanted to talk about you know some some you know a couple yeah. big stories I mean, good in, in wrestling. You know, here at the end of the year when it's kind of actually now a quiet time. Uh, yeah, about around this time of the year, but we are getting ready for um, Wrestle Kingdom coming yes. up. Uh, next week's show is going to be a Wrestle Kingdom preview show. Yes, so the full cards out. Uh, we'll talk all about that. We'll get Brinkley Cruz on next week, and we're going to talk all about the uh, Wrestle Kingdom. It's going to be all Wrestle Kingdom uh, next week. We we'll probably do that on maybe Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got to work Sunday here, 
so to run oh, a, you do? run a game. So oh, we'll, okay. we'll work on that. We'll let you guys know when we're going to be on uh, next yeah. week. But this week, it is the year-end awards show. Big year in pro wrestling. A yes. lot to talk about. Like I said, we have uh, some awards for Impact, Ring of Honor, New Japan, NXT, WWE, and uh, some overall awards to let give me, out as well. Let me ask you well. this. If New Japan doesn't have a women's wrestling like division, then where are all these hot Japanese wrestling chicks coming from? There is a, and I forgot what it's called, Brinkman knows it, but there is a, a sister company in New Japan, it's all women. Then why aren't they sh- showcasing some of these chicks? They don't, see, my, they don't need to. In I New mean, Japan. they don't need to, they but I mean, come to. on. Uh, it's just not... Japanese women. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe the culture there is like, hey, look, let's just let the women do their thing, we'll let the men kind of do their thing, and who knows, uh, maybe it will happen so uh i'll be looking forward to the day that does happen though (laughs) all right let's get in now to the awards uh, the reason why we are here today um it's the year-end awards like i said Mm -hmm. a big year in wrestling 2018 a lot of big time stuff happening 2019 is going to be a big year as well but we're reminiscing on 2018 uh, let's start with our impact. Um, Big news awards. from our news uh, on AverageParts.com. I know I keep pimping this out and ruining everything. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Patrick goes, mm-hmm. Impact <laughs> just signed a new TV deal with Pursuit Network. It's the largest growing outdoor network in the world. Um, I don't know how that fits wrestling. Uh, I guess you're going to have a guy, a guy deer hunting, and then you're going to have wrestling on after that i don't even think i catch that channel so no i, I never even... even heard of that channel <laughs> exactly when, when that came across uh, and i was like fastest growing outdoor channel in the world and i was thinking yeah but nobody still has it how's it growing so big supposedly but they're going to be on pursuit network well you know, hey whatever works uh you know they're going to get some exposure i guess i don't know who has pursuit network but mm. if you do Impact Wrestling starts uh, January 11th. Yep. I saw that. So uh, be on the lookout for for Impact. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, speaking of Impact. Yes. Let's do our year-end awards for Impact. We're going to have Match of the Year, Rookie or Newcomer of the Year, Tag Mm -hmm. Team of the Year, Female Wrestler of the Year, and Male Wrestler of the Year. You want to go first? You want me to go first? No, you go first. All right. I'll go first. Uh, my match of the year, and I haven't, I didn't see many matches, but I did see this match, and this was my favorite match of the year: uh, Johnny Impact versus Austin Aries at Bound for Glory. That Although, no selling mo. I, I was about to say the 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 ending kind of ruined it, but bell to bell, if you if you literally take the bell to bell, that match was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was great, great stuff there. And of course, he got up and no sold it right after the bell rung. Yeah, but like I said, you take just bell to bell. I'm gonna go with that match: Johnny Impact versus Austin Aries at, at Bound for Glory. It was a big year for Johnny Impact. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Austin Aries too. Yeah, he was on Survivor, which yeah. was an amazing Survivor series mm-hmm. uh, this year. My match of the year, um, I would have to say before I say my match of the year, honorable mention has to go to Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Yeah. I'm totally sold on Willie Mack. I hope he takes the NWA strap away from Nick Aldis as <laughs> soon as he can yep. because that guy is amazing. Yeah. Like you said, he looks like a fat, crack addict, homeless guy, uh, but the guy can move. Like Kimbo Slice, you know? <laughs> Rest in peace, no, Kimbo, Kimbo Slice. No, Kimbo Slice was ripped. Well, this guy is like, like a like, tub of like jelly. His face. I mean, he got the beard. Kimbo Slice's yeah. face. Yeah, Kimbo was ripped from the neck down, but from, yeah. the, from the neck up, that boy was that boy looked homeless as all. <laughs> Get out, man. <laughs> all right, so my number one match of the year for Impact is the Concrete Jungle match with the two factions of LAX. Mm-hmm. 
Did you see that match, Patrick? I did not. Oh my God, dude. You got to go to YouTube and check it out. They took the mat and the padding off. So it's just boards. It's just a plank of boards. Yeah. And then they took, um, pretty much, they, they stripped down the ring to nothing. There's no pads on the outside, and they just beat the hell out of each other. Oh, I'm sure. With no padding anywhere. That's that's brutal. It's crazy. There's been a couple of matches this year in NXT where the padding was taken off the yes. ring and, and whatnot. Uh, so that's your match of the year? Oh, most definitely. All right, let's go to the rookie slash newcomer of the year. Uh, you know, I, I was debating between two people, a guy and a girl here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give you my... I'll give you a guy and a girl for yeah. this one. Uh, re- uh, newcomer of the year for the women, uh, Tessa Blanchard. It's got to mm-hmm. be. Uh, she came in in April. She's now the knockouts uh, champion. Doesn't get. I mean, hey. Yeah. And Tessa's been around for a long time, but she's the newcomer of the year in Impact. And I, I go with you mentioned him earlier, Rich Swan. Yeah. Uh, the newcomer in uh, for the or a male newcomer, I guess, in uh, Impact. So I'm going to go with Rich Swan. So Tessa Blanchard for for the women. And we didn't have to do a man, man and woman, but I couldn't decide. So I was like, well, you know, it's a man and a woman. Let me go with both of them. So Tessa Blanchard and Rich Swan are my two newcomers of the year in Impact Wrestling. Man, if I, if I was all elite, I'd want Rich Swan too. That guy's amazing. Yeah, he's really he's really good. Uh, my rookie of the year is none other than the woman who lambasted me on a live national call, mm-hmm. the Smoke Show, Scarlett Bordeaux. Yes, she is our uh, amp hottest woman in wrestling. Yes, uh, she is. So she's had a, she's had herself quite the year, but she surmounted a field of sixty four women. Wow! Yeah. Uh, that was a great tournament, but uh, I thought about Scarlett, but um, Tessa won the belt, so I had to I had to give it to, to Tessa. Yeah, I just felt that uh, man Scarlett. Not only is she beautiful, but her gimmick, she sells it so well. Mm-hmm. Um, she's decent in the ring, and she's just Hollywood, bro. Yeah, not to mention that uh, that that fess, as we say here in South Louisiana, <laughs> that butt is. Je ne sais quoi. That, that that booty man, that's oof. can't get enough of that. That's that's good stuff right there. So uh, so you're going with Scarlett Bordeaux as your uh, newcomer of the year. You know, and I got a Tessa and Rich Swan went with a male and a female one there. Uh, tag team of the year, mm-hmm. uh, one you mentioned in your match of the year. I'm going with LAX. LAX, mm. the tag team of the year. In OGs or the new ones, the new ones. <laughs> <laughs> the new ones are fantastic. Yeah, we'll go with the new ones. So uh, I'm going to go LAX, uh, yeah. Tag Team of the Year for me in Impact Wrestling. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with Ohio versus everything. I mean, you, you can't get much better than Sammy Callahan, Jake, and Dave Christ. I mean, they're amazing wrestlers, but they're great heels, mm-hmm. and they make a great faction. And uh, whenever they team up, it's they're beating the crap out of somebody. Oh, yeah. it's, it's really good TV. Yep. And then let's go now to <laughs> what? <laughs> You're just like, yep. Yep. <laughs> Well, I'm just—I'm not trying to like—I'm just—we got a lot to get to. Yeah. So I'm just trying to, you know, because we were starting off—we we start off with the the rant and everything yes. and all that stuff. So I'm just trying to get a smooth, uh, yeah, smooth flow here. Check out our news page. Uh, yeah, check out the news page. <laughs> um, all right, female wrestler yes. of the year, and, and mine's not Tessa Blanchard, although she Whoa, was wow. in the running. Um, I'm going with Sue Young. Sue Ooh. Young. She was the Knockouts champion for a good portion of the year. Uh, so I'm going with Sue Young. She's got a great. Creepy gimmick. Also, Allie was in the running as well, but I... Uh, How you doing? I gave it, yeah. Well, if we were talking... Well, Sue Young's a good looking... I was about to say, if we are yeah. talking looks, I'd Take give it to Allie, off. but Sue Young's not bad looking either. But as far as female wrestler of the year, I think she's had a great year, so I'm going to give it to Sue Young. Only did not go with Tessa Blanchard 
because she was only here for three quarters of the year, wasn't here for the whole year. So Sue Young is my women of the year for knockout of the year in TNA or Impact. Yeah. Um, I got to say, even though she's been around for such a small period of time, Tessa Blanchard has made a huge mark on the knockout division. Mm -hmm. And that's why she is my female wrestler of the year. Dude, she came in there, wrecked shop, and before you knew it, had the strap around her waist. She had her a thick waist. She had a, and she had a great run in the Ant Woman, Hottest Woman in yes, Wrestling Tournament, too. Somehow, some way. Dear God. She, uh, she had a good run there, too. So she's had a good year, but uh, she was. I'd put her. I would have put her second if we were ranking one, two, three. I'd have put her second. Now that, too young. Now, then, then Allie. Now that she has the strap, I don't see who can take it from her. Like realistically, like yeah. if you're if you're trying to book a realistic show, no, she's gonna have. Who's a, she, gonna take it from she's her? She's gonna have a very solid run as a knockouts champion in, in Impact for sure. Like this dude. This dude. <laughs> she kind of <laughs> she kind of looks like a dude sometimes. This this girl can body press a dude. Yeah. Like who? What female is gonna take it from her? I don't, I don't know. know. Like I said, she's gonna she's gonna have a very long run as the uh, knockouts champion. Yes. I have a feeling. All right, let's go now to the male wrestler of the year in Impact. I'm going with Johnny Impact. I think Johnny mm-hmm. Impact's had a tremendous year. He was on Survivor. Mm-hmm. He won the the title at uh, Bound for Glory, their biggest show. I mean, not to mention uh, released his movie Boone the Bounty Hunter. Oh, that see, I don't even know about that, which is fantastic. See, I don't even know about that. So Johnny Impact's had a tremendous year. Uh, right now, in my opinion, he is the face of Impact. Mm-hmm. So um, my male wrestler of the year for this year for Impact uh, is Johnny Impact. And what a face that is. Mr. Abraham Lincoln. Mr. Abraham Lincoln, the mayor of Slamtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, my mayor, uh, male wrestler of the year, obviously we've seen the video. Quite possibly you have too. He would probably tell me to kiss his ass. My male wrestler of the year for Impact Wrestling is Sammy Callahan. Yeah, he's had a, a year with a little bit of controversy. Yes. But, uh, certainly the the Eddie Edwards thing, is, you know, with the bat and everything, that kind of uh, put him... Not necessarily on the map, but certainly drew a lot of eyes. No, that to put him. him on the map, bro. I mean, you know, yeah, nobody but, knows who Jeremiah Crane is. No, but uh, that right there kind of it, it took him to another level, in my opinion. Yes. As far as exposure, everyone was talking about him, and you know, he went on had a, had, a, had a good year too. So, uh, Sammy Callahan was one I considered, but uh, the fact that Johnny Impact uh, won the belts and you know he's on Survivor, and even though that has nothing to do with the wrestling, I think Johnny Johnny Impact's had a great year and. Uh, so that's why I chose him, but I can see why yeah. you chose Sammy Callahan. Oh man, dude had the biggest angle for Impact, mm-hmm. and dude got TMZ love all over the place. Yeah, plus the guy never broke character. All accounts, Sammy Callahan's a great dude. Yep. Um, and the fact that he kept kayfabe the whole time and wasn't like, look, man, you know, obviously it was an accident. I felt terrible about it. You know, uh, but it's in my character to keep the heel nature going on. You know, he never said any of that crap. He was yeah. just like, yeah, screw that dude. I yeah. wish he was blind, you know? Yeah, well, you know, they say kayfabe is dead, but not to, no, Sam, not not to Sammy Callahan. Not to Sammy Callahan and Teddy Nall. All right, so quickly, let's recap our impact. Ooh, <clears throat> excuse me. Our, right? our Yeah, well, I'll just, you know, get something caught in your throat. Our impact... Uh, awards by match of the, my match of the year Johnny Impact versus Austin Aries at Bound for Glory uh, newcomer of the year Tessa Blanchard and Rich Swan tag team of the year LAX female wrestler of the year Sue Young and male wrestler of the year Johnny Impact who were yours yeah <clears throat> match of the year I got Concrete Jungle with LAX rookie of the year the Smoke Show tag team of the year Ohio versus everything female wrestler of the year Tessa Blanchard and male wrestler of the year Sammy the Death Machine Callahan. 
All right, let's go over to Ring of Honor now. Yes. Uh, you got your Ring of Honor stuff here? You know it. All right, let's start with Match of the Year uh, in Ring of Honor. Once again, Ring of Honor, I haven't seen a lot of matches, but I did see this match, and uh, Brinkman and Cruz saw this match in person. Uh, I'm going with Kota Ibushi and Hangman Page from Supercard of Honor 12 back mm-hmm. in uh, New Orleans. Uh, we all know how good both of those guys are. Both of them took, play, uh, took part of the G1 Climax in New Japan, uh, but those two guys tore the house down. Uh, at sort, it was kind of in the middle of the card too in that show. Uh, the main event of that show was Cody and Omega, mm-hmm. and uh, but Cody Ibushi and Hangman Page, man, put on one heck of a match that night. So uh, I'm going with Cody Ibushi and Hangman Page, uh, Supercard Honor, Supercard of Honor 12, as my Ring of Honor match of the year. Yeah, my Ring of Honor match of the year is also from Supercard of Honor in New Orleans. I'm going to go with the Kenny Omega and the Cody match. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the match, the world, not just. Ring of Honor fans or New Japan fans, this is the match the world wanted to headline, and they gave it to yep, us. Sure and did. the build-up to that match was absolutely fantastic with the splintering of the Bullet Club and what's going to happen to the Bullet Club yep. and all that drama. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely captivating. That's my match of the year. All right, let's go now to a newcomer of the year. <coughs> um, I'm going with a guy who is um, – Debuted in July in Ring of Honor, and he is now the Ring of Honor television champ. That's Jeff Cobb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Cobb, I've seen him a couple times in the ring. Dude's a big, he's a big man, but he's a stud. And um, the fact that he debuted in July and he's already the Ring of Honor TV champ, big things ahead for Jeff Cobb. So he is my newcomer of the year in Ring of Honor. I'm going to have to uh, echo that. My rookie of the year as well is Jeff Cobb. I had All to right. get. Uh, well, finally, we, we, we finally got the same, some, you know. The same uh, choice well, here. Well, actually, I reached out to uh, Cruz, Cruz on this one. But I will tell you, I did see, because uh, the the Channel Stadium shows mm-hmm. ROH. Yeah. And me and the summer were watching it the other day, and I did catch a Jeff Cobb match for the first time. And I was like, holy cow. Like you said, this is a big stud, but he's quick. Yeah, he can move. I was like, this guy's got everything. And and if he's, he's, he's he reminds me of uh, when Mark Henry was very very yeah. young. Mark Henry, you know, the world's strongest man, big dude. But I mean, I do could go down the court and dunk a basketball. Exactly. And the thing that got me about Jeff Cobb was, okay, if you're Hawaiian, why aren't you like a like a Samoan name or? Or, or just like a Samoan gimmick or something like that, because the Samoan gimmick is so hot. Like with the yeah. with uh, 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 obviously Roman Reigns with Samoa Joe. with the Usos yep. with Samoa Joe you know, the, the with Rock, Tama Tonga. You know, yeah, the, the, the Tongans, the, the the Rock, Rikishi. Yeah, you know, uh, and so many Samoans, obviously from years past. And I don't know why they're not. You know, embracing it. Yeah, on him. Maybe, they, on maybe, that. They, but maybe they will at some point. But he can't be Jeff Cobb. That, that sounds so cracker. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, you know, and they they could always repackage a guy like that. So they could. I'm not saying they will, but if they wanted to, they could. Great choice, Cruz. Uh, yeah, Jeff Cobb's a dude. All right, let's go now to the tag team of the year in Ring of Honor, and this is gonna be no surprise to anybody. I'm going with the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, they had one of the better matches of the year as well in Ring of Honor that same night at Supercard of Honor, where it was the ladder match. And I forgot, I forgot who the hell they. So Callen censored. Yeah. Uh, but the Young Bucks, one of the best tag teams, if not the best tag team in the world, um, held it down all year long for Ring of Honor. So I just got to go with the Young Bucks. Yeah, definitely. My tag team of the year for ROH is SoCal Uncensored. Mm-hmm. They are, if you're watching the Elite on YouTube, they are so funny, dude. <laughs> and Christopher Daniels, that guy's 48 freaking years old, and he wrestles like he's in his 20s. Yeah, he's The guy still, is he's absolutely amazing. He's been around a while. 
uh, Frankie Kazarian's hilarious. Scorpio Sky's awesome. SoCal Uncensored, dude, you you can't beat them. They're awesome. Well, so yours is SoCal Uncensored. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go on a female wrestler of the year or a woman of honor wrestler of the year. Yes. Uh, I'm going with uh, Sumi Sakai. Sumi Sakai was the first Women of Honor champion after they had the tournament. The, she won the finals at Supercard of Honor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going with Sumi Sakai as the Woman uh, Wrestler of the Year in Ring of Honor. Yeah, my female wrestler of the year. Uh, Kelly Klein's doing big stuff right now over yeah. there. Uh, that's great to see. But mine is Tennille Dashwood's butt. <laughs> Tennille Dashwood's butt. <laughs> I mean, she Tennille, Tennille Dashwood's butt was two. <laughs> And Tennille was oh! three. It was, it was three for me. So uh, just ran over my foot, dude. And Tennille's had a good year too. She was in the running for the Women of Honor Championship. She made it to the semifinals, but uh, yeah, she got hurt again. I, yeah. I think she just needs to. She can't stay healthy for some reason. She needs reason. to find had, a doctor. She had that same problem down. in WWE. She just couldn't stay healthy. I don't know. We're just married. She's a great wrestler too. So it sucks that she can't just marry stay John healthy. Cena. So do what? Just marry John Cena. I guess I'm sure John would love that. Oh, you know he would. I would too. He'd make her sign a prenup, though. Oh, of course. And they signed the contract, the 75-page contract with Johnson's yeah. house rules on it. Uh, <sighs> all right, let's go now to the Ring of Honor Male Wrestler of the Year. I got Cody Rhodes. Uh, I don't – I mean, what, what else is there to say? Yeah. Um, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> yeah. Nothing I, – like I said, there, he, got, he won the NWA world title, um, and even though it has nothing to do with Ring of Honor, he's, he was under contract all year to Ring of Honor. Um. So yeah, uh, Cody. Yeah, very inspiring. That's my pick as well, Cody. Uh, how the dude turned his career around. You would think that a gimmick like Stardust would make you a laughing stock of the industry. Yeah. Especially if you wanted to reinvent yourself as this badass. Yeah. Like the new Cody character is the American Nightmare. Um. But come on, man, this guy is absolutely amazing. He's flipping the industry on its head. He's doing it. Like, like, he's driving the industry right now. Yeah, he is. You know what I mean? Like, everybody's wondering, what's Cody going to do? Yeah. Especially with this all-elite wrestling Exactly. Thing. So, yeah, kudos, man. And it's supposed to be an all-in, too, I'm guessing. An all-in, too, so at some point. Um, you would have to. I mean, can you imagine how much money they made off of that? And this time, Cody, if Fight TV tells you you have a time limit, you, you tell them to stick that time limit where the sun don't shine. That's right. How do you have a time limit on Fight TV? I don't know. That's the only paid for. I don't know. Who knows? That is dumb. I don't know all the all the details. So let's go back recap the ring our Ring of Honor awards. Uh, for me, match of the year: Cody Ibushi versus Hangman Page at Supercard of Honor twelve. Rookie of the year: Jeff Cobb. Tag team of the year: The Young Bucks. Female wrestler of the year: Sumi Sakai. And male wrestler of the year: Cody Rhodes. <clears throat> My match of the year for Ring of Honor: Kenny Omega versus Cody. Rookie of the year: Jeff Cobb. Uh, tag team of the year, SoCal Uncensored, SCU, female wrestler of the year, Tennille Dashwood's butt, and male wrestler of the year, Cody. All right, let's go now to New Japan. Yes. Uh, New Japan, let's start with a match of the year. My match of the year, um, I think there's an obvious choice here. It's uh, Okada and Omega at Dominion. Mm. The two out of three falls that went, mm-hmm. I think, 70 minutes. So, And Omega finally capturing the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Uh, that's my match of the year. There's so many matches to choose from uh, from New Japan, but Okada Omega, obviously, in my opinion, I think stands above the rest. So I'm yeah. going with that. Second, well, honorable mention. Uh, I w- honorable mention. I would say Golden Lovers versus Young Bucks at uh, I think it was Power Struggle mm. back in March. I'd go uh, honorable mention with that with that one. Best tag team match of the year for sure. 
I don't. I still don't get that whole name. That sounds so what homo to me. Power struggle. Oh, the Golden Lovers. Oh, the Golden Lovers. I don't get that. Yeah, my honorable mention was the Omega Okada match, uh-huh. and Unk Dave actually gave that seven stars. Yeah, yeah he no was other, no other. Yeah, well, I'm sure she he isn't was, over that. Yeah, one. I was about to say, I'm sure he was. You know. Doing his thing with that one. I don't think any other match has ever gotten seven stars from old Uncle Dave. When he was watching that match, he was singing that Kenny Rogers song. Lady. <laughs> Anyways, my match of the year, because of the buildup and because nobody could have envisioned this happening, it caught everyone off guard and it was so epic. Wrestle Kingdom 12, Jericho Omega 1. Oh yeah! All right. That's, I mean, come on, dude. Like that. Yeah, that was a great. We talk match. about flipping it was brutal. the wrestling. Brutal, yeah, yeah. We talk about flipping the wrestling industry on its head, from the press conferences to, I mean, the jumbotron when he came on and mm-hmm. and challenged Kenny Omega. The yep. whole build up, and then they delivered an amazing match. Yep, dude. Come on, give me that. Well, we have a common denominator. Kenny Omega's in both of our matches yes. of the year, so. Let's go now to a newcomer of the year. And speaking of the guy you just mentioned, I, I, oh, I'm gonna, I know he showed up uh, in New Japan in November of 2017, but uh, his first full year in New Japan, even though he didn't really show up as much, the fact that he claimed the Intercontinental Championship, uh, I'm going to say Chris Jericho because a lot of guys that are in New Japan right now, a lot of the main guys that have been around or that have had a good year, they've all been around for a little while. So there's really no big-time newcomers in New Japan other than Chris Jericho. So I went with Chris Jericho mm-hmm. as the newcomer of the year in New Japan. I also had to phone a friend on this one, mm-hmm. uh, and that friend was Cruz. <laughs> uh, so Cruz says uh, that one of the best recognized young lions right now is, and you may have to help me with this, Shota Umami? Umani? Oh? Uh, umani I guess. You know how I am with those Japanese names. Yeah. We'll go with that. Yes. With what you said. Thanks, Chris. So that is your rookie of the year. Let's go to Tag Team of the Year. I have um, Evil and Sonata. Uh, they won, I think it was their first uh, IWGP Tag Team Championship. I think they also they also just won World Tag League, too, if I'm not mistaken. Did they? Yeah, I think they did win World Tag League. So uh, they've had a tremendous year. Uh, Evil was in a feud with Jericho as well. Sonata... He's great in the ring, one of the smoothest guys in the ring in New Japan. Such a great tag team. Also the best hairstyle, too, uh, Sonata has. If we had a uh, award for that, I'd give it to Sonata. But Evil and Sonata, my tag team of the year. Uh, second, I would I thought Tamatanga and Tangaloa. Mm. As, uh, and then uh, show, also Show and Yo, Rapongi 3K is another one I thought of, too. But uh, overall, Evil and Sonata, my tag team of the year. No love for the Elosim is... Uh... Well, Los Ingobern, the Evil and Sonata are members of oh, Los Ingobern, oh, so, uh, yeah. yes. You gave them love, yes. Yeah, I gave, I did, I did, I gave them the love. Yeah. They, they are my tag team of the year. <laughs> they are two of the members of Los Ingobernables de Japón, so, yeah. yes. I may be out of bounds on this pick because, yes, uh, they did sign an ROH contract, but we know about the close relationship between New Japan and ROH, and their best work has been in New Japan – Probably to the chagrin of ROH, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm going to go with the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've had a great year with New Japan, with the New Japan. I mean, not only and- with matches, but with um, Bullet Club angles. Yeah, I mean, the stuff that they did was people will be watching that for years on how to, I guess, become a psychological wrestler. Yeah, using media, and I mean, God. 
just amazing work they had in New Japan. Yeah, they, 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 they've had a really good year. Um, you know, they've been in storylines with Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes. They've had battles with the Tongans, Evil and Sonata. Uh, they're going to be in Wrestle Kingdom challenging for the IWGP heavyweight uh, belts. They went up to the heavyweight division, won the heavyweight belts for the first time. So they've had the junior heavyweight tag team titles and the heavyweight tag team titles. So, yeah. Yeah. Great year for uh, for the Bucks. Almost put them as my New Japan tag team of the year but i gave them the ring of honor tag team of the year because they were under contract mm-hmm. with ring of honor so that's that's just the way i went with it i mean it's fine that you know you get you give them the new japan yeah. tag team of the year because they've had a very successful year in new japan performing at new japan shows and winning right. new japan belts so there yep. you go yep uh there's no female wrestlers in new japan so we're come gonna on go get s- your life right new so japan. we're gonna go straight to male wrestlers of the year i got uh the same one i had a year ago kenny omega he was my wrestler of the year last year um, he's my wrestler of the year for New Japan this year. Will he be my wrestler of the year again coming up overall? Well, just stick around and find out. But <laughs> I got Kenny Omega, New Japan wrestler of the year, yeah. without a doubt. I'm going with the cleaner as well. I mean, this guy's body of work. This guy can wrestle, it seems like, a 60-minute match every night. Oh, yeah. he's And you can tell that he's, he's getting more and more ripped. Mm-hmm. He's in great shape. I mean, he wrestled a 70-minute match with Okada. I mean, mm-hmm. who who else can do that in, in wrestling today? Not many people. Mm-mm. But Omega can do it, and not only can he do it, you know, one night he can probably do it a couple of times a week. Yeah. And he won the IWGP heavyweight belt for the first time. I mean, what else can you uh, what else can you say about Omega? You know, he had the feud with Jericho that kind of shook up the, the wrestling world. Yeah. You know, the storylines with the Bucks and the Bullet Club and uh, – yeah, it's it's just amazing what he's uh, done this year, and not just this year, but last year as well. So he's had a great run the last two years, in my opinion, and uh, should be another big year for Kenny Omega in 2019 going in as the IWGP Heavyweight ch- Champion. And of course, we look we're going to keep an eye on the contract situation, but uh, he's going to face Hiromu, uh, I mean uh, Tanahashi uh, at the uh, at Wrestle Kingdom for the belt. So looking forward to that match as well. Yeah, and his promos are absolutely epic. Yep, uh, very. He's, he's got everything. He's got the charisma. He's got the the mic skills. He's got the look. He's got the ability. I mean, there's he's got a great hairstylist. Yes, absolutely. So there's very <laughs> little, if anything, uh, nothing that you can find uh, wrong with Kenny Omega as a Sign pro wrestler. Sign that five year old deal and get that money, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Go tell Vince you want to work for him. All right, so that's the New Japan. Uh, yeah. So let me recap real quick. My match of the year, Okada Omega Dominion. Newcomer of the year, Chris Jericho. Tag team of the year, Evil and Sonata. And male wrestler of the year, Kenny Omega. Yeah, my match of the year, Jericho versus Omega 1. Newcomer of the year, rewind the tape. You can hear me butcher the name. Uh, tag team of the year, the Young Bucks. And, of course, the cleaner, Kenny Omega, male wrestler of the year. All right, let's move on now to NXT. Yeah. <laughs> One of the Man. best brands in the world. Yeah, NXT uh, has had also a very big year, in my opinion. Uh, we'll start with match of the year. I'm going to go all the way back to January with this mm-hmm. one. At NXT TakeOver Philadelphia, Uh-oh. Johnny Gargano and Andrade Cien Almas Uh-oh. put on a freaking clinic uh, in the main event at NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. That's my NXT match of the year, but there's so many to choose from in NXT. So many five-star matches to choose from. Hell, they had two of them. At NXT TakeOver New Orleans, uh, Ciampa Gargano, the uh, North American title ladder match. Yes. Also, I found uh, Gargano in black from NXT TakeOver uh, War Games was absolutely phenomenal. So many good matches to choose from, but 
that Gargano almost match just it stands out to me, and I'm going with that as my NXT match of the year. Yeah, uh, my match of the year is Gargano Champa uh, one New Orleans Takeover. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did it for me was the power bomb onto the concrete off of the ring. Yes, I was like, holy crap! Yeah, those these guys dudes, are next level. Yeah, those two dudes, man, they. Uh, and Ciampa was an, uh, you know, Ciampa, we'll see if he's my male wrestler of the year. He certainly was in the conversation becoming an NXT champion. And uh, we're, we're going to, well, no, I don't, well, let's see. No, we're going to, I'm going to have Ciampa's name coming up here. Oh, okay. After, after a while. Just a little foreshadowing. A little foreshadowing. But, uh, yeah, uh, Ciampa and Gargano both have had tremendous years yeah. in, uh, in NXT. And could we see him reuniting? I watched NXT this past, reunited. This past Wednesday, and they kind of reunited the double team, uh, Alistair Black. And uh, Gargano beat Black in a steel cage, so could we see the reuniting of DIY mm-hmm. sometime soon? That'll be very That'd interesting be as well. But I got Gargano and Almas. You said uh, Gargano and Ciampa, Ciampa won, won at NXT TakeOver at New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Let's go now to the uh, newcomer of the year. I got Ricochet. Dude showed up in NXT. He's the NXT North American champ now. The dude, I mean, I, the, what, what can you say about this guy? This guy can... You know, he defies the laws of gravity Mm -hmm. and physics. And um, I think the moment of the year for him was, of course, when he feuded with uh, Velveteen Dream. And he had that that segment on NXT where he literally just ran, jumped out of the ring, and landed on the ramp right in front of the Dream. And the Dream just, like, didn't know what to do. Yes. I mean, that was just, wow. Yes. So Ricochet is uh, my newcomer of the year for NXT. Neville needs to go ahead and just be like, look, dude, you can have this nickname. What was the name? The The man that gravity forgot. Yes. Neville and Ricochet, I don't know if they've ever wrestled before, but if they haven't, they need to. Yeah. At some point. At some point. Well, I don't know if that's going to be possible now. Not anytime soon, but never say never in this business. Never say never. Yes. I'm going to go with uh, Ricochet as well. Yeah, Ricochet, (laughs) baby. Uh, Yeah, Ricochet. Uh, Yeah. Ricochet is absolutely amazing. The guy, that's all I can say. I'm speechless when I talk about Ricochet. Exactly, the the yeah. stuff that this guy can do and the fact that it, he's another guy that I can see doing 60-minute matches several times a, a week. Mm-hmm. The guy, just he's like the Energizer Bunny. He don't stop. He's got hops for days. The guy is and he's got the not look. human. He's got, the, he's got everything he's going. He's got the looks. I mean, I'm not, I haven't really seen him cut a lot of promos, but... Oh, but as amazing to. as he is in the ring, he can be decent at best cutting promos, and he'll yes. be all right. Oh, yeah. Let's go now to the tag team of the year. And plus, he's a face, so he doesn't need to have an emotional yeah. uh, like promo anyway. Like I said, he does anyway. his talking in the ring. That's all that matters from uh, Ricochet. Tag team of the year, uh, they're more of a faction, but I'm going to go with the Undisputed Era, mm-hmm. especially Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. Uh, holding the tag team titles, and of course Bobby Fish is back now, and you got Adam Cole in there. Who? But uh, Adam Cole, baby, you got to remind me every time. <laughs> Adam Cole, baby, but uh, specifically Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong, um, I would give them tag team of the year in NXT. They're the current NXT tag team champs. They've had a great run. Had some good matches with Mustache Mountain. Yep. And uh, they had also Oni Lorkin and uh, Danny Burch had, had another good match with them back there in the summer. So I'm going with uh, the Undisputed Era. Yeah, I got to go with Undisputed Era as well. They're one of the hottest factions. And, in all of wrestling. And now, since we may opinion. see a hiatus with uh, the Elite, who's bigger than the Undisputed Era now? Nobody. That's right. Um, yeah, the fact that 
I mean, Roger Strong was such a great pick to go with them. Obviously, Bobby Fish got hurt. Yeah. You wanted to put the North American strap on uh, Adam Cole, Pepe. Mm-hmm. So you had to do something. Yeah. And I don't know if it was Triple H's idea or whose idea it was, but Roger Strong was such a perfect fit. Um, such an amazing, not only performer, but the guy is just, he's a great heel. Yeah. Worked out perfect. And as a stable, uh, why are these guys still in NXT? Well, let them, you know, marinate NXT for a little while because... Because the only young one is Roderick. The yeah. rest of them are old. Get them up there. Yeah, but at the same time, if you're going to send them to their main roster, send them all at the same time together. Exactly. you got to send them all at the same time together. So I think they're going to wait until they think all four are ready, because I know Adam Cole Bay Bay is ready. <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, Roderick Strong, I think he's ready. And I, I guess the other two are ready. Kyle O'Reilly's a beast. That dude's amazing. But they, uh, there, there must be something that they. But you know, they're very careful about you know who they're going to send up to the main roster as far as like when they're going to send them. Well, up. plus, so, and if you send them up, that's four dudes. Plus, they're all gonna you know they're all and holding they, gold right now, and they so. don't have a stable to fight. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, so you gotta think. Okay, we're gonna use two of them as a tag team. What are we gonna do with the other two? And they're also like, like you said, the hottest faction, not just in NXT but all of wrestling. So yeah. What would happen if they go up to the main roster? Then you know what do you? What, I mean, you got some other guys in NXT, but that's a huge blow to NXT. So Triple H, if, you know, if I'm Triple H, I'm not trying to let go of these guys anytime soon. Yeah, for sure. So both got the undisputed era as the yes. tag team of the year. Let's do female wrestler of the year. This one was kind of tough, but I'm gonna go with Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler's held the title for the majority of the year. She's put on some great matches. Um, you know, that MMA background, she transitioned very well, in my opinion, to pro wrestling. She's had a big year. She's going to have another big year, I think, coming up. So I'm going to go with Shayna Baszler as the female NXT Wrestler of the Year for 2018. Would you? Mm, nah. <laughs> that hasn't changed? <laughs> no, nah, that has not changed whatsoever. Well, I was watching uh, Jessamine Duke wrestle the other day. Mm-hmm. She sucks. Well, they're... Uh, they made their debut this past week, her and Marina Shafir. They lost to Io Shirai and Dakota Kai, but which rocks. Dakota Kai looks amazing. Yeah. Like, she is so good. Yeah, she's really good. She looks good, too. Yeah. But, uh, she's like 30. She's Really? Yeah, she's... She looks way younger than yeah, that. Yeah, I said, she looks really young, but she's uh, she's uh, 30, I think. She's one of the older women in NXT. Yeah. But... um. I went with Shayna Baszler because, like I said, she's held the she's title. She's dominant. She's very dominant. She's held the title for most of the year. She's a great heel. She's probably the best woman heel that may have ever come through NXT. Um, and you, you back to Marina Shafir and Jessamine Duke. They did lose their match. They looked uh, okay. Je- I think Marina looked better than Jessamine. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, they're, they're, I think they're still kind of new to this. So they'll, they'll come along. I think they'll be all right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go with the lady that defeated Baszler at TakeOver Brooklyn. Yep. She's fearless. Yes. Tons of heart. Yes. And who would have thought that somebody dressed up as a pirate, looking all cute and Japanese-like, would be that fearless? Kari Sane. Yeah. She's had a good year, too. She yeah. Would, she would have uh, been my second choice mm-hmm. for a uh, woman NXT wrestler of the year. I'm thinking her and Io Shirai need to team up. Yeah. Not only would that be like amazingly hot well, that I would think, be a great uh, team i think uh kari saint's hurt right now though Dead coming! I, think she's, I think she's hurt i don't know how severe it is but i, I think she's she's a little hurt right now Dang so. it. she'll be back her and Io yeah. shirai would be a 
fantastic team. Right? But Dakota Kai and Io Shirai, with it actually rhymes, uh, they tag team, they teamed up and beat uh, Duke and Shafir. So uh, it looks like they may try and run with them as a tag team for the time being. Mm-hmm. But Io Shirai should be in line for a NXT Women's Championship match mm-hmm. soon. Yeah. Very soon. Because she's great. Yeah, she's really good. Did you, did you see her do the 619? I don't think I did. Yeah, she said one of uh, or one of the announcers said that one of her favorite wrestlers of all time is Ray, mm-hmm. and she did the six one nine on one NXT of them. NXT Takeover War Games, where she came out in the middle of the uh, women's championship match and cut the most beautiful moonsault off the top of the turnbuckle onto the floor. I mean, it was like poetry in motion. Yeah, as a you know, you know, not a Jeff Hardy there, but man, it was. <laughs> It was gorgeous. So nice. she's going to be amazing yeah, uh, whenever they put her in the title picture. Io Shirai yeah. is. Uh, okay, so you went with uh, Kari Sane. I went with Shayna Baszler. All right, male wrestler of the year. This one was tough. So uh, this many, is really tough. This was so, you know, I'm just going to rattle off some names here that it could it could have been Adam Cole. It could have been Ricochet. It could have been who was that first Al- one again? Adam Cole Bebe. <laughs> It could have been Adam Cole, Bay Bay. It could have been Champa. It could have been Ricochet. It could have been Alistair Black. It could have been Johnny Gargano. But at the end of Velveteen the day, Velveteen Dream. It could well, Velveteen Dream in in, in the running. Um, he he would have been in the running for newcomer of the year for for sure, in my opinion. But Ricochet is just amazing. Uh, my male wrestler of the year, I went with Johnny Gargano. Ah, I nice. He. Um, he had that match of the year with Almas. He had the great match with uh, Ciampa. In my opinion, a five-star match. Dave did not give it five stars against Black at NXT TakeOver War Games. The dude is a wrestling machine. Yes. And he's had so many good matches, and he's one of the best storytellers in NXT right now. The you know the story with him and Ciampa, and then him and Black, uh, the match with him and Almas. Uh, Gargano needs to have the NXT title in 2019, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But he is my 2018 NXT Wrestler of the Year, Johnny Gargano. And he is so... What's the word that I'm looking for? The dude's like a Swiss Army knife. He can do everything. Yeah, he's a, a, a month ago, of all trades. Yep. A month ago, people were screaming, Johnny, wrestling. Now they're screaming, Johnny, badass. Yeah, now, like, he's, a, now he's a heel. Yeah, he went from face to heel just like that. The dude is amazing at his craft. Yes, he is. All around. The guy is 360... One of the best wrestlers in the world. Yep. He can do everything. Oh, yeah. Uh, my male wrestler of the year for NXT is Tomasa Ciampa. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's pushing 60 with all the gray. <laughs> but he's ripped. But by God, does he look like a Greek god? Yeah, he's ripped. And overcoming the devastating knee injury to the heights that he is now, taking the bumps that he is now. I mean, this guy's fantastic, dude, and he's the quintessential heel. Like, he you is. look at this guy and you want to hate him. Like, he doesn't even have to open his mouth. You're like, oh, this guy's a, you know, an asshole. But uh, he's one of those guys, like, to me, like, you know, you're supposed to hate him, but, like, you hate the fact that you like him so much. Like, to me, like, I, I like Ciampa. I, he, he's, he's a tremendous heel. I mean, he's just... He's well, great. see, you grew up and in the you too. grew up in the Attitude Era, yeah, and that's when heels became popular, mm-hmm. where people started cheering heels. I grew up. I, well, see, when I grew up, you know, I love Stone Cold. Stone Cold, and I hated when Stone Cold went heel. Like I still was like cheering Stone for Stone Cold, even when he was heel. But I hated it because part of the reason what made Stone Cold so intriguing is that when he walked out as a face, I mean, that crowd 
just went bonkers. And when he was a heel, it just it was it was almost like it was cringeworthy. But he, but even then, he was anti-establishment, which mm-hmm. isn't a really yeah. a face move. Yeah, but um, but now you know you look at a you know a Champa, the dude. In my opinion, one of the you know if we were to rattle off the top five heels in all of wrestling right now, Champa would be in that top five. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, up there with like Jay White. Uh, Jay White would be up there. Also, I put Champa up there, right there with him. Um, the Miz. Yeah, well, the Miz. Yeah, I put the Miz up there, but he's starting to kind of become more of a face now, in my mm. opinion. Um, but yeah, certainly those guys and Kevin they, o- and Kevin Owens. I'd put Kevin Owens up there too. You think they're uh, because the last um, what's the word that I'm looking for? The newest story that Conrad put up is that his favorite, or I, I guess the gambling favorite right now to replace. Uh, Daniel Bryan as the champion is the Miz. Oh, yeah. So you think that slow burn we're seeing towards a face, you think that's grooming him to be the champ? Probably so, yeah. Because they need somebody to go in Good Morning America. Well, I mean, the, the Miz is that guy. Uh, the Miz, you know, he's been WWE champ before. He's uh, won the main event at WrestleMania, beat John Cena with the help, with the help from The Rock. Uh, but the Miz has, and you know, he's had great Intercontinental Championship pushes. I think he's more than ready for a big time WWE Championship push as a face, uh, because that's something we've never seen. So I think in 2019 we will see a face babyface Miz as WWE Champion, and you know, as good as the Miz was as a heel, I think he could be an even better face because. Oh, yeah. He's that guy, you know, they have the show Miz, Miz and Mrs. I've watched that show. He's actually, you know, an entertaining guy to watch. He's a very entertaining dude. Uh, he seems like a cool cat to hang out with. Um, he's got a hot wife. And he's got a very hot wife, yes. But but she uh, should look great in a ballroom dress. Yeah, but uh, Miz seems like one of those guys. Uh, and, you know, you talked about uh, whoever it was earlier that's really good at his craft. I think Miz is one of those guys, too. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing if The Miz can have a WWE Championship run in 2019 as a face. That'd be really cool. Yeah. And how ironic would it be? It's crazy. I say ironic, but it's crazy. Um, you know, for years, Miz and Brian feuded. Miz was always the heel. Daniel was always the face. And mm-hmm. now, roles are reversed. Yeah. So that's gonna. I think that's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah. Even as recently as this past year, they've feuded as Brian the face, Miz the heel. But all of a sudden, roles reversed. Yep. All right, let's go. Uh, well, let's review now that we have uh, done our NXT awards. My match of the year, Gargano versus, versus Almas at NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. Newcomer of the year, Ricochet. Tag Team of the year, Undisputed Era. Female Wrestler of the year, Shayna Baszler. And Male Wrestler of the year, Johnny Gargano. My match of the year was Gargano Ciampa, one. Uh, rookie of the year, Ricochet. Tag Team of the year, Undisputed Era. Female Wrestler of the year, Kari Sane. And Male Wrestler of the year, Tomasa Ciampa. All right, let's go to our final promotion um, awards here, WWE Awards. Let's start with the match of the year. Uh, This one was tough because, you know, it was a down year for the product. They've had some good matches, but uh, none, you know, it was hard because there was no match that really stood above the others. I found a couple. I narrowed it down to one. I'm going with the main event. Well, actually, it was not the main event of Evolution, but uh, Becky versus Charlotte, the last woman standing match at Evolution. That match was awesome. And I, I second 
behind that, I'd put that TLC match that just happened with Becky, Charlotte, and Asuka second behind them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with uh, my match of the year, Becky versus Charlotte at Evolution. It's the same match I got. Really? Yeah. I mean, that match was hard-hitting. There was a lot of emotion behind it. There were so many times you thought it was going to end, and it didn't. It kept going. It kept right. going. It kept going. It was a uh, it was a thrill, and it, and it shows almost the changing of the guard, so to speak, in the WWE. Like, yep, the most intriguing storylines and the best wrestling right now is in their women's division. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. The, the women are main eventing shows now. Like, and it's not just because they're hot; it's because they're great. Yeah, it's because they're putting on better. Ma- I mean, as as bad as this may sound, or it might be a good thing. It's a good thing to me. Uh, they're putting on better matches than the guys. Yeah. Putting out better storylines than the guys, mm-hmm. and maybe that'll change with this new era. They're you know, they're, or you know the fresh start that the McMahon's were talking about, right? But. And we threw a tweet up the other day on our Facebook page of what Becky was saying, uh, going back and forth with Rousey, and you know we captioned it with, "Who would have ever thought they'd seen the day when a woman would be the top guy, so to speak, in a wrestling company?" You're right. It's fantastic. It is. It's it's awesome. Uh, and Becky Lynch has grabbed that ball and ran with it. Mm-hmm. So let's go now to rookie of the year or newcomer of the year. And to me, it's obvious. It's got to be Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Um, she came in in January, uh, arguably uh, was part of the best match at WrestleMania, won the Raw Women's Championship, still has the Raw Women's Championship. You know, she's still got some things to work out. But the the girl, or the, the woman, has been – in pro wrestling, not even for a year. Her first match was in March. And, you know, compared to where she's at now, compared to a lot of other people who probably went to pro wrestling and spent however many months she's been there, like, what, eight months now? Uh, she's got to be ahead of the curve as far as most other people who would get into pro wrestling and, uh, you know, progress this far in this short period of time. Granted, she still has a lot of things to work on, but... Obviously, newcomer of the year for me has got to be Ronda Rousey in WWE. Yeah, I got a feeling we're going to have a lot of the same answers on this. Uh, Ronda Rousey is also my newcomer of the year. I mean, the push that she has gotten has been epic. The the coverage that she got on TV networks, yes. sporting news. I mean, it has brought WWE into households that never even thought they liked pro wrestling. And maybe they found the product because of Ronda Rousey. And Vince, don't get it twisted, bro. They didn't, uh, Fox didn't spend a billion dollars on WWE to get the wrestlers. They wanted Ronda Rousey. You good? Yeah, I'm good. It looked like you seen a ghost. No, I was just looking back. I saw my light was off in my office. I don't know why. I was well, hoping maybe it's to... a ghost. No, it's not did a ghost. Did he put one of those automatic timers in your office? No, he did not. Oh. Uh... Well, anyways, yeah, they, they spent the money on that because they want Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. On Fox. Absolutely. And they want to be more sports-oriented, so yeah, they're definitely going to want to have Ronda Rousey on there. Yeah. Who is legitimately, as far as all the women, you know, can fight, you know. You put all the women in a in a bar and say, all right, y'all got to fight, and Ronda would probably come out on top of that. Oh, most definitely. So um, so you got Ronda Newcomer of the Year. I got Ronda Newcomer of the Year. Let's go to tag Unless team. Unless somebody invites Holly home to that party. You got a point. Oh, waka, waka, waka. <laughs> uh, or maybe Shayna Baszler. I don't know. You yeah. Know? Uh Rookie of the, I mean, I'm sorry, tag team of the year. Uh, this one was also tough. There was a few tag teams out there who I think deserve it, but there was one tag team that, to me, just because of the fact that they 
In the last 365 days, they've held the Raw Tag Team titles and the SmackDown Tag Team titles, and that's Sheamus and Cesaro, the mm-hmm. bar. I'm going with those guys. You know, it's crazy to think that this tag team was formed after these two guys had a best-of-seven series a couple of years ago, and they've won the Raw Tag Team titles four times, including once earlier this year, and then they won the SmackDown Tag Team titles and our current SmackDown Tag Team champs. So... I'm going with Sheamus and Cesaro as my WWE Tag Team of the Year. Well, we're three for three, bro. Oh, wow. My Tag Team of the Year is The Bar. And they've been so dominant. And I think it's crazy because, obviously, you know, they gave Sheamus a big push at first. Yeah. And then I guess they figured, okay, this guy can't be the guy. So you got two guys who have incredible talent, but they were kind of lost in the shuffle. And then once they put them together as a tag team, they just exploded. Yeah, and they've done the best with what they've been given, and they said, "Okay, we can't be singles anymore. That's fine, but mm-hmm. we're going to do what we do." Yeah, and it's it's amazing to see the transformation these two guys have had. And uh, I just had a brain fart. Brain fart. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, so I'm about to say, should we go on to the next one? I, I it's not with me anymore. I don't know <laughs> where it went. Well, if you get it back, just uh, let me know. Uh, we're going to go down to Female Wrestler of the Year in WWE. Oh, uh, I got it. Oh, go ahead. And at the beginning of the year, we were talk- we were talking about how Sheamus may have to retire because because of his neck issues. Yeah. But the dude's just soldiering on like a beast. Well, maybe his uh, issues are no longer there. Which I hope is so. a good thing. So let's go down to Female Wrestler of the Year in WWE. Uh, you know, this one, you know, with the way the women have – you know, the way the storylines have fallen out the last few months, um, you know, there's one obvious answer here, but this was a little bit harder than I thought, you know, because uh, looking at the year in a whole, Asuka's had a good year, Royal Rumble winner. She went on to lose to Charlotte Flair, kind of got lost in the shuffle, but now she's SmackDown Women's Champion. You also got Charlotte Flair, who won the title at, or who retained the title at WrestleMania, and then, of course, the emergence of Becky Lynch. And then Ronda Rousey now. You also have Alexa Bliss, who's had a really good year. But uh, at the end of the day, it's got to be Becky Lynch. Mm -hmm. Uh, Becky Lynch is arguably the most over wrestler in general in all of WWE right now. So my woman wrestler of the year... Becky Lynch. And I've been on Becky Lynch. I've been on the Becky Lynch train. I'm sure a lot of people have been on the Becky Lynch <laughs> you train. You threw that down in disgust. It's not that I, I, I'm not disgusted. Everybody's but, late to the party, bro. Well, I think WWE creative is a little late to the party because I know I said this a long time ago back when, you know, her, Charlotte, and Sasha had the triple threat at WrestleMania 32 for the Women's Championship, which at the time it was just the WWE Women's Championship. There was no brand split. Becky looked the best in that match, and I thought Becky should have won that match back then, and Becky should have been coronated two and a half years ago. And when they split the brands, that's when Becky won the SmackDown you know, Women's Championship. She had lost it, kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit, but then now the heel turn at SummerSlam against Charlotte just changed the game for Becky Lynch, and now she's the most overwoman in all of WWE. So Becky Lynch, my woman wrestler of the year. We're four for four, dog. Well, we might. I, I want to. I'm going to be interested to see who you got for male wrestler of yeah. the year in WWE. But go ahead and yeah. t- now, tell us why. Uh, Becky Lynch. Don't get me wrong. The whole aviator anime gimmick when she first started out was hella cute. Uh, you know when she had yeah. like the glasses on and everything She's like still that. Cute, but, um, me. but this new gimmick, it's like it just fits her so well. Like she's mm-hmm. so strong in this gimmick. Oh yeah. I mean, and I know it's it happened right at the end of the year. 
Uh, so that may be a little bit unfair to the other performers, but God, is this absolutely amazing, and it deserves a female wrestler of the year tag. Absolutely. So both, uh, we all got the same answer so far. Yep. All right, male wrestler of the year. Let's see if we all differ right. here because there's uh, to me there's only a few. Oh, really? There's only a few that could have won this award. but mm-hmm. And there was one guy Uh-oh. that I was going to put as wrestler of the year, but I chose not to because I felt his feuds were lackluster. Uh-oh. So I went as my male wrestler of the year in WWE, Seth Rollins. Uh-huh. I went to Seth Rollins. I was going to choose AJ Styles because he held the belt for a year, most of this year, about ten and a half months of this year, till he dropped it to Daniel Bryan. But I went with Seth Rollins because, in my opinion, Seth Rollins has put on consistently the best matches all year round. He won the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania, became a WWE Grand Slam champion. He was also tag team champions with two different people. Uh, He was tag team champions with Jason Jordan at one time, and he was also tag team champions with Dean Ambrose for all of 10 seconds until Dean uh, turned on him. So Seth Rollins uh, is my wrestler of the year, my male wrestler of the year. Patrick. Went five for five? Do you think we went five for five? I don't think we did. No, we did not. We did not. No. So who did you pick as your male wrestler of the year in WWE? My male wrestler is the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. I I think AJ's had as good of a year as any wrestler on the planet has had. I mean, he's been WWE champion. Um... you know, he main evented, I guess you can say he main evented WrestleMania. He beat, you know, Nakamura at WrestleMania. But to me, his feud with, you know, Nakamura that took up half the year, it was like just so lackluster. It should have been so much better. And even his feud with Samoa Joe was oh, lackluster. Samoa was fantastic. Until, well, yeah, his feud was lackluster until they got his wife involved. Yes. And the, the whole Wendy thing and Samoa Joe and um, – and now even his feud with Daniel Bryan, in my opinion, still a little lackluster, but I think it'll pick up, uh, hopefully. But um, AJ was number two behind Seth Rollins. I just think Seth yeah. Rollins had a little bit better of a year as far as uh, the, the the matches and the storylines. I'd, I'd go with Seth Rollins. But he still didn't have the biggest strap of all. No, he did not. And I've always been, and I may be a little biased because I've always been a huge AJ Mark. Even back when he was with TNA and Impact. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, I, I just love the dude. And with him breaking out the long hair. Yeah. And, man, I the guy's pushing 40. He can fly around like he's still 20. He can. He's fantastic. It, it, the, the bad thing about it is that I think it won't be long before we start seeing AJ Styles take a lighter schedule. Right. And that news was also on our Average Marks news page. Yeah, go check it out. So you got AJ Styles as your male wrestler of the year. I got Seth Rollins. Let's re- they don't quickly, want none. Let's quickly recap because four of the five we have the same. We both have match of the year, Becky versus Charlotte at Evolution, the last woman standing match. Uh, newcomer of the year, we both put Ronda Rousey. Tag team of the year, we both have The Bar. Female wrestler of the year, both have Becky Lynch. Yes. My male wrestler of the year, Seth Rollins. And yours? Again. AJ freaking Styles. All right. So finally... We're going to do now our overall awards for all the promotions. Yeah, baby. And we're going to start with uh, the moment of the year. Uh, So many moments of the year in wrestling, uh, but to me, there were two that stood out, and I had to choose one or the other because one I saw did not see coming more than the other one. The the other one I'm going to mention real quick is uh, 
Daniel Bryan returning to in-ring action. Mm. I think that was uh, one of the better moments of the year, one of the top moments of the year uh, when we thought we may never see Daniel wrestle again. He got cleared by WWE doctors and now is WWE champ. But my moment of the year, such a shocking moment, was when Roman Reigns announced uh, that he had leukemia and had to uh, relinquish the Universal Championship. Uh, I remember, you know, back in October, uh, mid to late October, on a Monday night, you know, I went, got home, went riding my bike, I got back home to the house <clears throat> uh, about five minutes before seven. I was like, I'm going to turn on Raw, you know, because <clears throat> at, at, this, at this point in time, Raw was very lackluster. But, uh, I, you know, I wasn't doing nothing else. I turned it on. Roman came out in street clothes, and I'm thinking, all right, here we go, another Roman promo. And then he dropped his name, his real shoot name, as Joe. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, something's happening right now, and I'm not sure what. And, you know, he announced he had leukemia, and, like, nobody really knew what to think. And it turns out it was a shoot thing. He gave it up, and it was just shocking. So my moment of the year, as negative as it was <laughs> – I only uh, say it's the moment of the year due to the shock factor, but Roman Reigns' leukemia announcement is my moment of the year. Or is it a positive thing? Because he's he's shown that he can beat it once. Yep. He's showing people that there's hope with this disease. Also, I, I did see something. Uh, early reports uh, are saying that re- he's responding well to his treatment. Oh, nice. So uh, good news uh, that <clears throat> at least we've heard. You know, uh, so uh, so hopefully Roman continues to uh, get treated, and hopefully yeah. the treatments continue to be positive, and hopefully you know he responds well to him. So, but I, I did hear that he is responding well to uh, to treatment. So good news for uh, Roman Reigns fans. But that's my uh, my moment of the year: Roman Reigns leukemia announcement. Right. Uh, my moment of the year was Cody winning the nwa championship oh, that's that's a good that was a good very good moment that that's definitely yes. top five moment of the year because i mean uh, just the lineage with his father mm-hmm. um his father's death yeah you know him wanting to do it for his dad nwa did a great job with their vignettes leading yeah. up to the the uh cody aldis match and just the fact that aldis didn't have the strap for a while yeah <laughs> you like that huh? <laughs> yeah but yeah it was it was an awesome moment to see cody Holding the same belt that his dad did. Yeah, absolutely. That was, that was, that was really And I know really that was cool. really special for him, too. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Uh, let's go now to uh, the best feud of the year. Uh, my feud of the year, I told you I was going to mention Ciampa, and uh, this is where I'm going to mention it. Gargano versus Ciampa, feud of the year. I mean, the former members of DIY, these two dudes tore the house down twice mm-hmm. already. Uh, still waiting for that third rubber match between the – or did they have the third rubber match? Yeah, they had it, I think, at uh, – I take over Brooklyn. Mm. Brooklyn. So, and, you know, it was a, a long storyline. It's still a storyline, these two, uh, although they're not directly feuding right now because they're both heels. But uh, that Gargano Ciampa feud this year was, to me, the best feud of the year. Oh, definitely. That's my pick as well. Best feud of the year. Gargano Ciampa, hands down. All right. Well, once again, both have the best feud of the year. Let's do now promotion of the year. Yes. And, uh, you know, I talked about it earlier, this promotion having financially their best year ever, and uh, it's New Japan. So for that reason, I'm going to say New Japan uh, is the promotion of the year because now uh, they're going to have, you know, they're starting to come into America, starting to have shows here in America, becoming successful. They're going to have G1 Supercard of Honor teaming up with Ring of Honor in April to be at Madison Square Garden. So that's huge. Uh, in it right there because prior to that it was just Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, but now it's like 
New Japan and Ring of Honor. It's a joint thing. It's not just a Ring of Honor thing. It's a New Japan, Ring of Honor joint thing. So that's huge that they are now uh, like a joint thing there. So uh, New Japan, my promotion of the year. I have an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, for promotion of the year, honorable mention, it goes to Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anthem has done an amazing job uh, because Dixie Carter almost financially ruined this company. Yeah. And it, it, she was so terrible at running Impact that her father cut her off. He said, no more of my money. You can't spend any more of my money. Telling that to his baby girl. You can't spend any more of my, of my money. Even yep. with her giving them the sad puppy eyes and the daddy, yep. I got to pay Hulk Hogan. <laughs> she almost ruined this company. And Anthem has risen it from the ashes like a phoenix. Yep. Brought it out of Nashville. Brought it to Canada. And the stuff that they're putting on is epic. And the talent that they have, if they could get a bigger network deal, um, it would be, you know, it would be amazing. Um, Impact has done an amazing job. And Don Callis is the man to get them back where they need to be. And uh, just all around, they're really cool dudes. Uh, But my promotion of the year is New Japan. There you go. The stuff that they have done reaching into the United States has been epic and the momentum they have going into 2019 to give WWE a juggernaut like WWE a run for its money in the United States it could happen I can't wait to see this MSG show yeah it's gonna be awesome epic absolutely let's go now to uh, overall match of the year and I'm gonna go with Okada Omega overall match of the year Dominion I talked about it earlier Two out of three falls. Omega, it's a 70-minute match. Omega uh, claims the IWGP Heavyweight Championship for the first time. Two out of three falls. Okada Omega, that's my overall match of the year. My match of the year is Gorgano Ciampa 1 in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. That match was so epic. You could feel the hate between them, the discontent, yeah. and just the brutality of the match was absolutely amazing. Yep, so there you go. Gargana Ciampa 1 is your overall match of the year. Yep. My overall rookie of the year, uh, I'm going to give it to Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. I think Ronda Rousey's come up and uh, within a year uh, has had the best match, arguably, at WrestleMania, even though it wasn't one-on-one, uh, and then won the Raw Women's Championship a few months later, and she's held it ever since. So she's been destroying people, and she's getting better in the ring, I think, and that's uh, my overall rookie of the year our newcomer of the year, Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I got to echo that as well. And just like I said earlier, I'm a firm believer that the reason why Fox spent a billion dollars on the WWE was so they could get, they could get Ronda Rousey. And mm-hmm. I don't think they would have spent that kind of money, even if they wanted the product, if Ronda Rousey wasn't involved, they wouldn't have spent a billion bucks on yeah. it. Like if they would have threw that out to them, they'd have laughed in their face and go, you can stay on the USA Network, we're not paying <laughs> a billion for this. Yeah. But they know they can market Ronda Rousey. And they know they can market WWE with Ronda Rousey. Yep. So, Ronda, uh, I, I hope you have a short contract so you can renegotiate pretty soon because you yep. deserve to make a lot more money than you're making now. I'm pretty sure you're making pretty nice money. Oh, yeah. But you need to make a lot more. Yep. Because some of that billion should be yours. Mm-hmm. They should give you a fat Christmas bonus. Yep, absolutely. Um, tag team of the year overall, uh, I, I went with the Young Bucks. You know, <clears> they've won countless titles this year. Um Ring of Honor, New Japan, they main evented All In. Not only did they main event All In, they helped put on All In. So, uh, best tag team in the world right now. I've got to go with the Young Bucks Tag Team of the Year. Mm-hmm. That's a great choice. I went with the Undisputed Era, maybe because uh, they're just in my face more. 
Yeah. Because I really don't watch too much of Ring of Honor or New Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Undisputed Era, from top to bottom, from Adam Cole, baby, all the way down to Bobby Fish, each of them have their strengths, and I can't see many weaknesses. They're all solid, and, I mean, you put e- either combination of two of them in the ring, and they're deadly, bro. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, overall female wrestler of the year, Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoke about Becky Lynch earlier, nothing left to say, but Becky Lynch, my overall woman of the year. And then talk about a late surge, though, yeah. from Becky Lynch, you know, because if we did this at the halfway point, Becky Lynch wouldn't have even been in the conversation. Yeah. But uh, now, wrestler, woman wrestler of the year, Becky Lynch for me. Yeah. Uh, female wrestler of the year, I'm going to have to say the man as well. Becky Lynch. Yeah. And then finally, male wrestler of the year overall, um, Last year for me, it was Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. 2017 was uh, Kenny Omega. 2018, Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were building up for you, a change. You like that swerve. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Uh, Kenny Omega, you know, the match with Jericho, uh, the reuniting of the Golden Lovers, the Bullet Club angles, winning the IWGP heavyweight title, uh, defending it against uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, you know, now he's got, you know, uh, Tanahashi coming up. Uh, the best belt machine. I mean, what, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of somebody else who could have challenged him for wrestler of the year, but. And and, and he snapped, what was Okada's reign, like 700 or something yeah, days? Yeah, he snapped one of the longest reigning, if not the longest reigning IWGP heavyweight title reign in, in history. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Kenny Omega, I mean, anybody want to argue that? I mean. <laughs> Fight me. Yeah, fight me, bro. <laughs> so what you got as your wrestler of the year? Kenny Omega, bro. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand, I mean, how anybody else could make that male wrestler of the year overall award. The guy's absolutely amazing. Um, if he stays in New Japan, I hope they give him the money he deserves. Um, they will. I'm pretty sure th- they realize that he transcends their brand. He does. Like, like Kenny Omega has brought you... And, and, of course, there's other factions along the way, too. Cody helped. The Bucks helped. Jericho helped a lot. But Kenny Omega is the reason why people in the U.S. are familiar with your brand now. Yeah. So you can start tapping into this huge money market Kenny Omega is the face because of, of Kenny Omega. In my opinion, Kenny Omega is the face of that company right yeah. now because you know you talked about those other guys, Cody and the Bucks. Those are main. You know they're signed with Ring of Honor, so like, you know their main focus was Ring of Honor. Jericho, while his main, he, you know main focus was New Japan. He wasn't there all the time, but Omega is New Japan. He's been mm-hmm. there. He's there full time. Uh, he's carrying this company on his back. I say on his back, you know, he's he's got they got a lot of good talent there, but he's the main guy. He is their face, and he's the guy that if you're gonna throw money, if you're gonna put all your eggs in one basket, you need to put them all in Omega's basket yes. because the dude is the dude is a freak in the ring. The dude just has everything. He's got he's got everything. If you can't you can't find a flaw in this guy. No, not at all. So he's my male wrestler of the year as well as, as yours. So yes. Kenny Omega, male wrestler of the year. Yeah. Unanimous, male Unanim- wrestler yeah, unanimously here. <laughs> so, uh, well, that's all of our uh, our awards. Uh, so, coughing. That's all of our awards. Uh, I don't know where we're at time wise, but I have a feeling we're over an hour. Or so, because we've been about an hour and a half. So yeah, so a good a good show. I think yeah. we can uh, pretty much wrap it up now. We don't want to you know talk too much longer. So, yeah. but yeah, that's our year end awards. Next week we'll be uh, previewing Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. So looking forward to that. We'll uh, have Brinking Cruz on. Or at least we're going to try and find a time to have them on. So we need to hit them up. But I think Cruz is 
done with his dice classes now. Uh, Brink. <coughs> oh, we'll, nice. Well, uh, so we'll, we'll we'll get with him this week, and you know it's a busy time of the year too. It's also Christmas coming up, so we want to wish the Amp Nation a Merry Christmas. Yes, coming up, but uh, and not a Happy New Year because we will be putting out a new episode again before New Year's. So, and speaking of New Year's, we're kicking off the New Year's big. We got David McLean who's going to join us Ooh. January sixth. Yeah, he's the guy who created Glow Wrestling, Ooh. and now he just signed a huge deal with. His business partner Jenny Buss, oh, obviously the owner of the uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, so she's got tons of guap to throw on Wow. Oh, yeah, um, Tessa Blanchard is going to be in that, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, but anyways, uh, he just signed a big deal with Access TV, so Mark Cuban is in on it as well. Yep, and they're gonna. Uh, have their national debut in January, so we're going to talk to him January sixth. That's awesome. And um, interested to talk to him about his early beginnings and also stuff about Glow. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that, that'll pretty much uh, <laughs> do it for us here uh, for the year-end awards. You know, be sure to tune in next week as we preview Wrestle Kingdom. I know a lot of New Japan folks real excited about this card. It, yes. It's going to be. And it's going to be an amazing show. <clears throat> Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at The Average Marks online. Save it on your browser, averagemarks.com. Check out our news page. Also, wherever you can find us. Essentially, we're everywhere. Whatever podcasting platform you like, whether it's iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Google Podcasts, many, many more, we are there. Just search Average Marks. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a rating. Subscribe to us. Give us a comment so that we can be putting their algorithm so that other wrestling fans can find our podcast as well. Also, check out the gorillaposition.com for our collar and elbow product of the week. It is the mean gene, by God gene, Oakland t shirt. Shut up and wrestle. And of course, you can get 10% off on that order. It'd be a great Christmas present. All right. It'd probably come in after Christmas, but. This is the thought that counts, right? But anyways, you can get 10% off that Mean Gene Oakland shirt right now at CollarAndElbowBrand.com. At checkout, where it says promo code, put our code, the average marks, no spaces, one word, the average marks, receive 10% off your order. Patrick, there's only one more thing to do, brother. Outro. You've been listening to the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast with Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. All opinions discussed in the show are those of the average marks and do not represent any wrestling company, organization, or individual. For more information on the show, follow us on Twitter and iTunes. AMP is a proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com.